You're listening to Conversion Cast, presented by Leadferno. I'm your host, Aaron Weike. Conversion Cast focuses on digital marketing and conversion, exploring the art and science that turn a lurker on your website to a lead, a browser to a buyer. Today we talk speed to lead. That's the time it takes you to respond to an inbound lead. My guest is Jason Smith, who leads sales engineering with call tracking metrics. Jason works with companies to help create and deliver ideas on better tracking and reporting of sales processes and conversions using their technology and voice services. Call tracking metrics boast clients like Michelin, Verizon, Pulte Homes, and ServiceMaster. And with that, let's move fast into our episode. Jason Smith, welcome to Conversion Cast, and thank you for joining me today. Thanks for having me, Aaron. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, you bet. Let's start off with this. Uh, in working for another software company, I think it's always helpful for people to understand where you're coming from. Give us a little bit of an intro on what call tracking metrics does. Yeah. So the most common thing that, that people come to us for is inbound call tracking. Uh, a core tenant of our value prop is eliminating your conversion blind spot. So in order to, to do this, we sell you tracking numbers and we provide you with a piece of JavaScript that runs on your website or your landing pages. With this JavaScript in place, we swap out the number that would normally appear on that page with the numbers that are assigned to different groups of visitors inside of call tracking metrics. So this could be a group of Google Ads visitors, a group of Facebook visitors, a group of uh, display network visitors, or somebody that clicked in from an email. Uh, when one of these dynamic phone numbers that we're showing to visitors gets a phone call, we not only know what group of visitors the call came from, but we match the phone call to all of the online session data that we were able to track uh, that that visitor brought with them, all the, the click IDs, all the other cookies that they brought with them, all the things that we know about where that visitor is. And we we match all of that stuff to the offline activity, the phone call that happened. And this is um, a, a hugely important spot for us because the, the ad platforms like Google and Microsoft and Facebook, they're normally blind at this point. They're great about tracking all the clicks that happen on the website, all the form fills, all the checkout buttons I hit on the website. But for the most part, when someone picks up the phone and calls or does something offline, these uh, ad platforms stop tracking and, and they don't know anything about it. So we're able to tie that expensive click that you paid to have someone uh, come to your website and tie that to this offline activity and report that back into the ad platform. So that's really been our, our bread and butter. But on, on the other side of the house, uh, over the years, we've also evolved out this great web-based uh, omni-channel call center solution. So we can have agents log into call tracking metrics directly, and we become the tool that they use to make and receive phone calls, to field inbound chats and inbound and outbound text messaging and respond to form fills and even send faxes. Awesome. So at the end of the day, you are bringing visibility to attribution for people. So you understand what is and isn't working in their marketing to know where to increase, where to decrease, where to manage things differently based on, on the outcomes that they're achieving. Yep. Absolutely right. Awesome. Well, one thing both of our companies are aligned on is making communication easier between the consumer, the prospect, and the business. And that's why I wanted to have you on today because one aspect of being easy to work with is how fast you reply and engage, right? The 
the the term that this is often marketed as is speed to lead. And that's the ability to follow up quickly with a lead. And in some of our back and forth, uh, you shared just a nice bulleted list uh, of stats, some of which I was familiar with, others that there was a handful that, that were new to me that I hadn't come across. But let's throw a few of these out there on why speed to lead and that response time matters so much for businesses with their inbound leads. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's a phrase that I love to throw around here and, and uh, sprinkle into our value proposition whenever I'm talking to customers and prospects is that speed to lead. And there's all kinds of stats out there that, that say, you know, how it's important, why it's important to, to be speedy to, to your leads. Um, I think you'd be hard pressed to find stats out there that say it's okay to let a new lead sit and, and simmer. You know, I, I'd be hard pressed to find any of those stats, but you know, just you know, the, the top of the list, 78% of customers purchase from the, the first responder. So if you're the, the fifth person that's going after, you know, somebody that filled out a, a request to get a quote for their roof, you're probably a lot less likely to, to close that deal. And, you know, I think that transcends across all verticals. Yeah. When you leave that gap for people to start looking for other solutions um, and you, you don't close the deal based on, on their reach out, you're, you're just giving them more time to be like, oh, you know, in this day and age, you're like, did they even, is anybody looking at that form, Phil? Does anybody check their email? Are they getting back to me? I, I can't believe how basic it is. And I've tweeted about this and talked about this before. Like I, I've filled out plenty of small business contact forms, both in prospecting businesses that I'd want to sell to and trying to reach out. And if they don't, advertise or market an email address, I'm filling out a form on their website. Um, and then also just as a consumer filling them out, you can fill out these web forms and you get nothing of a reply that it's been received when they might follow up, anything like that. So you're just completely flying blind into when they might get back to you. Yep, absolutely. So what what's to stop you from saying, hey, I wonder what else is out there? Yeah, exactly. And then we all, I think, can understand how people view when, um, you know, when you're trying to solve a problem and you're in the moment and you feel like you have a solution, like uh, all, all of that uh, energy and focus for moving forward on that is at a much higher level, right? So one of the, the stats you shared is that conversion rates are eight times higher in the first five minutes. Like that should just be something that every salesperson is jonesing to make that five minute happen because of it being so much higher. Right. I want to be in the first two and a half, right? <laughs> Why wait five? What's what's two and a half minutes? Yeah, absolutely. There's a there's a huge drop off even after a couple of minutes and and not following up with that lead, your your chances drop. Yeah, a couple others I want to talk about. Um, one I think that wasn't a mention in yours, but I know I've seen it in other uh, call tracking metrics uh, like feature videos and things like that. And I've ran across this too. And I think the study was from a few years ago. But it's something like the average digital lead in this study was like 47 hours um, to receiving a, a reply. Um, and and I, I should have probably double checked that. But it, it was a number that was just mind blowing to me for how long on average most businesses take to reply to a digital inbound lead. Yeah. And, you know, there's a bunch of stats here in the list and customers are expecting that that reply to their uh, form or email query within a, a day or less. And I think even a, a day is just way too long for most businesses in this climate. Yeah. 
super competitive. Yeah. The last one I wanted to touch on is that 44% of leads are generated outside of business hours. And to me, this is such a, an interesting one. Like it's one thing where, you know, many businesses are set up for that during hours process. They have, oh, well, we have, you know, Tom or Jenny to answer the phone. Here's the things that happen. Here's who's manning that email inbox. But when they shut off the lights at four o'clock, five o'clock, six o'clock, what happens to that speed to lead process for them? And what kind of a gap do they have? Yep, absolutely. And it's a, a challenge that, you know, we love to solve with technology. So we do things like automated workflows. If it's outside of the schedule, then kind of veer and, and do this outreach. But I, I think it's crucial for companies to address that because, you know, those are leads that is business that's being left on the table if you're not addressing those until, you know, after nine o'clock the next day. Yeah. Making some kind of touch point. Yeah. No, that's, you know, perfectly addressed. You need to have, this is the best place to use technology for immediate follow-ups. You have them in your tool. We have them in Leadferno so that those people are touched immediately and you can set an expectation when they're going to hear from a human to pick up that process. So they're not left wondering when they reach out to you at nine at night, 10 at night, at midnight, when they finally have time to solve this problem or, or want to get something set up. And they're just left wondering, did they get it? And so then they maybe start their next morning saying, oh, I need to research more because I'm not confident this company is going to get back to me. For sure. So now that we've established the importance of speed to lead, what are some of the general best practices that you see a company starting to focus on when they're, you know, when they finally realize like, oh, okay, this matters. And then they want to take a step to establish something and improve their response times. Yeah. And that, that's a great segue from, from your last point. I, I would always uh, encourage companies to leverage technology. Automation is your friend. Um, as I've said, business is very competitive today. And if you want to have the highest lead conversion rates that you can out of your expensive paid advertising, then you don't want to rely on form leads going into an inbox and waiting on a sales rep to manually follow up when they have the bandwidth to get back to it. Um, but you know, automation is a, a delicate balance. It still takes some work to keep an automated process running that doesn't sacrifice on the customer experience side. So don't overextend yourself. Make sure that you've got people to handle Whatever your automated outreach option is, don't send a text saying you're going to call me right away and not call me for a whole day. And definitely don't try to dispatch a live phone call to me or to a prospect when you don't have any agents available for them to connect with at that time. You know, that's it's great. You made the initial touch point, but you've made commitments with your automation that you don't have the resources to keep up with. So it's that, that delicate balance. Yeah, that's a good point. Really identifying in your process when you go to build it, like how can we fulfill this process that we want to ultimately build and deliver on for the customer? With all this talk of speed to lead on this episode, I wanted to let you know that Leadferno has you covered with our performance report. You're able to track things like your average first reply times, your average overall reply times, times the total resolution with your text and messaging leads, and so much more. You can break this down at a company level or understand a detailed report of each individual team member using Leadferno and how they are succeeding or where they can improve on their first reply times, reply times, close leads that are won, lost, you name it. To get this valuable insight, you can start your 14-day free trial with Leadferno 
or sign up for your partner program if you're an agency to help your clients at leadferno.com. Now back to more Speed to Lead. One other thing that you mentioned earlier that really, you know, strikes me as just a great, you know, proposition or or messaging angle that you guys take, right, is you help remove these data gaps, right? So how important is that visibility um, for your guys' customers when you come in and you help give them insight and visibility to what's taking place in this? What do conversions look like? What does engagement look like? How enlightening is that for them? Um, it, it's really great. It, it Some of my favorite moments here at Call Tracking Metrics are those aha moments where you know we can get a little bit of data from a business using our service and really open their eyes to, holy crap, I didn't even know that this channel was performing, but this seems to be like a lion's share of, of the interest in, in the calls that we're getting. Um, another thing that we do a lot of is, is recording these calls and conversation analytics. And uh, there's some real eye-opening moments when business owners and, and management go in and listen to these calls in, in our activity logs. And, and they're hearing, you know, a lot of times for the first time, how their agents are handling these. And, you know, sometimes they're, they're thrilled, but more times than not, they're, they're mortified and they're uncovering training opportunities and things that they need to impact on the front lines in their own business to also help you know, improve these conversions and optimize the leads that are coming in. Yeah, man, I can only imagine how valuable and the things learned in that call recording process. Uh, my wife was just sharing with me, a, you know, customer experience she had the other day where she couldn't believe the way that the rep was talking to her on an order she was following up on that was like weeks behind and hadn't gone anywhere. And she was like, um, you know, just, she was like, oh, I wonder if this company even knows this is their frontline person sure and how they're, don't. yeah, no. So it's like to, yeah, to be able to uncover that, find the things that are really great, you know, and be able like when you listen into a rep that really knows what they're doing and understands it, there might be key talking points. You're like, wow, we need to train everyone up like this, create some framework off of this. And just as you pointed out, when you find the ones where there's gaps of, yeah, boy, we really need to, you know, plug some holes and and create some more uh, training around these pieces. Can you give me any examples on some of the companies that um, you guys have helped work with, where you you've come in and help understand, like what what was their need, how did you help them address it, and what what did the outcome look like? Yeah, um, so uh, Service Master is, is a big customer of ours, and and we worked with them. For years and in, in identifying, you know, which advertising is working, um, which, which franchises are performing. Uh, we work with tons of digital marketing agencies. So a digital marketing company that's managing Google ad spend for another business, you know, they encourage their customers to add something like call tracking metrics because it one eliminates any chance of like word of mouth where the client can say, you know, we just had a, a good month for referrals, this doesn't have anything to do with the expensive Google ads that you guys have been running, where when the agency has them implement call tracking metrics, then the agency can say, this is you know, the direct result of all of the work that we've been doing for you. Um, so there's a, a, a specific partner that we've worked with for years called Search Kings in, in Canada, and they cater specifically to the home service industry. So um, they've been a big proponent of one, not only leveraging you know, all of our, our digital marketing tools, measuring which keywords are performing and communicating those to, to Google so they can 
optimize you know the ad spend based on these calls that are performing um, but also taking that to the next step and adding some really cool automated workflows and, and scoring the calls and telling them what leads are good and what their reps can be doing better using our conversation analytics tools. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so within some of these things that you've pointed out and some of the solutions you've um, put into place and, and I fully uh, get this as well, we do the, the same things with our product. You, you take these best practices, you take these uh, strategic elements that are so important and you build them into features that a business can tactically execute by using your software. So call tracking metrics has some of this baked into your product. And the one thing that specifically caught my eye was your form reactor feature. Can you talk about how that helps address speed to lead? Yeah, absolutely. So um, the, the form reactor is a tool, you know, just like it, it sounds, you can use it just to go in. We'll let you build a little form, collect some fields, and then we give you a, a snippet of code where you can embed our form on your, your website or landing page, um, and we can capture those form entries. But I think where the, the real power in the form reactor is, is being able to connect that to external form tools. So just about any um, web form tool that you use today, we give you the ability to send us a, a webhook or uh, an HTTP post from your existing form tool into the, the CTM form reactor, like a, a, re, a lead receptacle. And then once we get that lead into call tracking metrics, we can start to build workflows off of that lead. And, and one of the most common ones, the one that you do in the form reactor setup is a, a phone call. So a, a lead comes in, we want to make a phone call right away. We want to get in front of this person with a, a live person from our team. And we can do this by either dialing uh, the prospect first. So if you've got the staff, if it's within business hours, let's dial the prospect first, give them some kind of message. Hey, we're going to connect you with an agent right now. If you're still interested, press one. When they press one, then we'll dial your sales team, whether that's one number, a group of numbers, whether it's people in our soft phone or, or people on their cell phones or, or a mix. Um, you know, after the the prospect interacts, then we're dialing the, the sales team. Or we can do it the other way where once that form lead comes in, we can dial the sales team first. We can prompt them with a message that says, hey, you've got a new Google Ads lead. Press one if you can talk to them now. And after the sales team makes that key press of one, then we'll dial the prospect, the number that came in on the form lead. Uh, and then there's all, all kinds of other workflows we can build with text messaging, um, if we don't make a call or, or contact on that first attempt, we can add people into a, a smart dialer where we'll make, you know, three, four, five future attempts to reach this prospect via call or text message automatically through that workflow. Wow. Super valuable and using process and automation and the ability to customize flows to really take out some of the work of somebody fielding it, making a decision, making the physical effort to place the call instead of like, we have it, now let's turn around and, and call them right away and give that customer the experience, right? Where it, it's always great when the person on the other end replies or comments, wow, that was fast, right? You, you already know like- Yeah, I didn't expect you guys to call right away. Yes, you've already hit them with that, you know, uh, great impression right away and you're taking that customer experience um, off to a great start with that. So yeah, really cool. That, and that, that were that, that, those were the elements of that form reactor feature um, that, that definitely caught my eye. Um, 
you know, I, I also like and just wanted to kind of, you know, point out or discuss this a little bit. The right companies look at marketing as an investment, right? And you you mentioned this where it's really all about when you're making that investment, when you're spending that money, you want to get the best returns off it as possible. And there's so many times if we just even think of our own life in personal investing, if we're, you know, buying stocks or investing in funds, whatever that might be, if somebody said, hey, if you do this, this is what you would get. You would get 5% uh, for a return. But if you do these things, you could get 8% or 10% or 12%. And it becomes, you know, almost silly to me sometimes how short-sighted people are when they look at their marketing as an expense and they forget to look at like, well, we can actually do things that affect our rate of return on that marketing. So to me, speed to lead is one of those great things that you can affect your rate of return on by ensuring like, hey, we're spending money on these billboards or these print ads or these digital ads or pay-per-click or display ads, you know, whatever that might be. But we are not optimizing once those come in and making sure we like get back to them right away. Um, you know, immediate follow up with, with speed to lead using the channels and the resources and the software we had. And we might be able to turn this from 5% to 8% to 10%. Like that difference can be thousands upon tens of thousands of dollars, depending upon the type of business. Yep, absolutely. A lot of companies look at it as, as lost revenue. You know, those ones we didn't convert because we were too slow, you know, that's, that's lost revenue. Yeah. And really just so important for people to use software tools like yours and ours to like track that, to have an idea, right? If all of your responses are only happening in email, you probably have no idea how fast your sales team is responding to leads and following up with customer. You're completely flying blind. You have no ability to see what that looks like. Yep. Nice. So all of this, as we've been talking about, helps drive conversion. What other conversion tips would you have for our listeners today based on your work with the, the clients that, that you guys have at Call Tracking Metrics? Yeah. Uh, so just like you just said, in, invest in resources like CTM to help monitor, measure, and optimize your, your conversion rates. Um, people spend so much money on on Google ads, but with just Google ads alone, you don't get a lot of help to measure performance, especially for offline things like calls. So we can send conversions directly to Google ads, uh, send sale amounts with phone calls, text messages, form fills, chats. And then with this data that we're sending in, you can use Google to automatically optimize your keyword bidding based on these results. So you're not gonna be buying, paying extra for the keyword terms that aren't working. And uh, you're going to be doubling down on the ones that are performing. So it, it seems like a no-brainer to me to invest a, a small percentage of what you would pay to Google overall into a tool like CTM that makes sure your Google ads are performing the way that you expect. I love to, to grill. It was an easy decision for me to invest in a good meat thermometer to make sure my expensive cuts of meat come out the way that I want them to. So I think a CTM is, is the... Uh, fancy meat thermometer in your Google ads steak. Oh man. I love that we're crossing over bringing barbecue into this podcast. <laughs> that, that sounds and smells fantastic, Jason. Thanks for doing that. You got it. All right. Is there anything when you look at, do you have a, a favorite within your guys's reporting metrics or something that you're usually drawn to, or you love when you're working with a client and it's populating data uh, in one of your reporting features? 
Um, I, I love an answer rate, like how many calls are, are answered versus unanswered. And, and I love to, to watch the ring time. It's like, you know, we invested in call tracking metrics, but I feel like you guys aren't performing. And then we go and look and all of your calls are ringing almost a, a minute before you're talking to anybody. I don't think your call tracking vendor is, is the problem in, in your converting uh, equation. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I always love when there's specific things when, right, you you get all of this data, but a lot of times there's certain ones you can root down to that are just so simple. And it comes down to just changes in, you know, human behavior and process, which a lot of times for business, those, those can be the hardest changes to make, right? Like we've had the same problem where I've had customers say like, we love this. We're getting so many leads, but like getting our team to like understand the, how, you know, replying fast is needed and helpful and whatever else is hard. Well, that's where using like a report where you can outline it for them and show each person how they're responsible, how they're comparing to the others uh, that are within the company and creating some competition and some self-accountability um, when you're able to see like, oh, well, you know, here's Jeff and he's averaging replying um, an hour and 20 minutes to when new leads come in. And then over here, we have Elizabeth who is within two minutes on average contacting her leads. And oh, funny, Elizabeth is our sales leader. So right. she's got an 80% conversion rate and Jeff's yes. is like 20. Right? Yes. I wonder why. Yeah. It's great to have data tell those stories so that businesses can be able to bring visibility and make those changes. Jason, lastly, thank you for sharing uh, so much knowledge around conversion and speed to lead today um, and letting us know more about call tracking metrics. If someone wants to connect with you online, where's the best place or places to do that? Um, right at calltrackingmetrics.com. Uh, you can request a demo from just about anywhere on the website. Uh, we're really transparent with our, our plans and pricing there. Um, and if you fill out a demo request, I, I promise that we're going to reply fast and get you in touch with our sales team right away, get you scheduled on a demo and, and figure out you know, how we can solve some of your business problems. That's awesome. You're, you're going to do exactly what you preach. I always feel that same way. I see a new lead come in and I think like, oh, if I do a demo and they see like our report on speed to lead reply time, it needs to be minutes. So that, that definitely fuels me as well. I'm sure your team's the same way, huh? You got it. Awesome. Well, Jason, thanks so much for joining me today, sharing so much of your uh, valuable insight on, on speed to lead. And uh, we'll probably talk to you again in the future. Awesome. Thanks, Eric.